What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nick's Mix. Uh, we have an interesting, actually, episode oh, today. Do because we? We do, because we not <laughs> only have uh, Michael Ojek, who's going to join us in a little bit later in this interview. Yep. We also have a guest co-host this week, also. We do. Um, it's actually, would you like to reintroduce yourself? Sir, I am the matriarch. I am the Whoa. father. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny about that is matriarch is mother. So oh, patriarch, yep, patriarch. Too late. You're the mother. I so, the anyways, patriarch. we are joined by uh, <laughs> we're joined by Jason Hutchison today. There is so much Hutch in here. I don't Hutch, know what to do. Hutch love. Oh, pretty soon we could have much another Hutch, Hutch joining us. You never know with another Hutch, but um, Hutch. We'll get to that story in just Ooh. a second. He's already he's already playing with fire. We're teasing yeah. it, boys. Um, but first, uh, we got a interesting thing that happened between you two. Actually, it just happened this last week, I believe. What? what? You recorded um, an episode. I don't know if it's released, we did. It was awesome. It, so yes, it, it actually released yesterday. Your guys' episode is released on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't we go ahead and talk about the Jay Hutch um, podcast with uh, DJ Nobody as your co-host? How what? How did that happen? And then what happened? Well, you know, we're a couple of interesting fellows, and uh, I figured that a, a collaboration amongst us would be off the charts, people, and, and it was. I really just wanted to get the Hutches off my bucket list, so I've, I've now had a podcast with Hutch and the Hutch Dog. Much Hutch. Oh, and also, real quick with the tease, um, not only have you had a podcast with the Hutch, you're also gonna have a live show. Yes, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We just did our training. We did. Oh, you are trained and certified on the equipment we already are currently using. As um, that is true. But no, Tuesdays and Thursdays from five to six on the Sports Town Chicago Facebook page. We'll do all the media for you. Don't worry about you that. You get the live version of Nick's mix and Hannah. You better call in, girl. Oh, I thought you were gonna mention the webcam, and we were gonna have to like send. Oh yeah, 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 we'll do that too. Yeah, you get to look at his ugly mug the whole time. Then yeah, you get to look at mine, but. With uh, Jay Hutch, we yeah. did uh, a shot of beer. A shot of beer was awesome and delicious at the same it time. It was. <laughs> so, what is this episode like about? So, we make uh, we definitely talk about the Hutch puppy. We're going to talk about him in a second. Hutch yeah. dog. We do talk about the Hutch dog. We do spend a lot of time in Germany. Oh yes, okay. we did. We were in and Germany. The military visit. career of yes. Jason Hutch. Huddleston, Hutchison. Wow. Yeah, I already forgot your name. I know, I know, I know. Um, but I found out that Papa Hutch, what are we calling you, dog? Dog, Hutch dog. Because he stole my name. Was a specialist, the man, in the United States of America's Service. army. Yeah. Yes. So that was fun. That was extremely fun. Uh, I, it was adventuresome. I, it was. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, for the podcast, yes. But over there, it was. Uh, oh, being over there, yeah. Kind of, there was a war going on. So yeah, you were there for the Berlin Wall coming down, which I is awesome. I was there for the Berlin Wall. Yeah. And, uh, those guys know how to. You can hear about that on our oh podcast. Didn't episode. they use like dinosaurs to knock that down? So, anyways, yeah, that came out yesterday. He's calling you old. That I came used out to yesterday. I my mom too. Speaking of moms. Oh, hey Nick! <laughs> Which one? Whoops! <laughs> Not myself. Okay. Um, the kid. Would you like to tell us? Speaking of kids, um, would you like to tell us about our escapade this weekend? Oh. Escapade people. So uh, we have a project. To, everyone knows that we're IMS students, and we gotta do I'm some a future graduates. So stuff, my father, yeah. Gang, gang, future. Hashtag. December 13th. Yes. Anyways. Um, graduation. Ooh. Yeah. You're going to have like 400 people here. Yeah, I know. That's going to be epic. It's fine. But, so I had a few DJ escapades that I had to take care of, and you guys were a part of that. So we were filming as a, par a project. Um, it's a news 
real. Well, this one was actually going to be the documentary. Oh, we were doing documentary slash stuff. Uh-huh. picking up footage for the newscast. Okay, as you know, um, during Wild Mike's interview, we talked about redoing the hideous. That was, yeah, that was terrible. Hideous documentary. It's going to be good by the what time that comes out. Oh yeah, it definitely will be. But It'll I decided be short, to. By the way, too. Yeah. Like five ten minutes or so, so don't expect a feature. But, but anyway. I uh, I took you guys to a setup. Could you describe <laughs> in no. the middle of nowhere? Yeah, that was the first sign of trouble. Well, for legal reasons, and no. I do mean legal reasons, we yes. cannot specify no. where we were. No actual details were no. legally allowed. No. Let's just say I did, for a part of the day, I did feel like I was in an episode of... Sons of Anarchy. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. But none of that stuff was going on. That type. Well, of what, you guys were the, there. The death and the murder? <laughs> no, no one died. No one got murdered. No, but all none the of, other fun stuff, though. Uh, but yeah, tale. Let's just say um, we what's the we, famous tag. We weren't there for the party, but we were no. there for the setup. Yeah, the setup. Which um, the other DJ that was working with me was late. Very late, right? But hey, that's show business. It's, it's I guess. show business. The show they, must go on. But yeah, so. Um, we had also a, uh, as we were out there. I hate you so much. This is so fun for me. Uh, we actually had a visitor pop up on this undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, would uh, would anybody in the room like to tell um, us who happened to stumble upon our little adventure? Kid? Hmm. Maybe? Oh, you, oh, you're talking to me. You want to talk about this. <sighs> yeah, you do. So my mom <laughs> stopped by. Like, you know when your mom shows up to work? No. Okay. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. Right. It right. shouldn't happen. No, it doesn't. Happen. My mom showed up to work. <laughs> okay. So as a DJ, we have to set up equipment. Yada yada yada. And this was for a wedding. Um, so you guys were there to grab cameras and see what the life is like. I already have been when you were DJing, so I yeah. have an idea. But you got that. But this is actually like inside baseball set yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so my mom shows up. To give me two gift cards because she oh, felt bad that we weren't going to be with her for Thanksgiving. Lady. She's a loving mother. She's oh, like I hate both lady. of you right now oh, so much. Oh, tell us more about your mom. My mom, for some reason, thinks that your dad what? is attractive, and I have oh, no so idea. Baby. Let's shut hear, up, let's both hear about of you. That. No, fine, we'll shut up. And you talk. How so my, <laughs> you talk. My mom, I was having a conversation, a phone conversation with my mom. Um, how is that, son? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, do I get to call you son my, and son. my brother now? So not only are we going to have like a father-son dynamic, we're going to have a brother dynamic I going on here. so much. <laughs> are you going to call my father dad? Hey, both of you. No. So I'm, we're from the we're Southern. You're going to so. call me daddy. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Come here, daddy. I figured you were going to go with pa, but... Pa? Oh, um, pops. Right. Well, Who's your daddy? We're jumping the gun by about two and a half years. But, uh... <laughs> no, well, they move fast. Is that how long you... Know. I was going to say, that, yeah. that's how long no, it takes no, you to court? No, no, All I'm going to say is like... Um, her sons are very well connected. If it, and all this happens, and I'm promising you, they won't find the body. I'm just telling you, right? It's it's been documented. I'm not gonna look for it because I know I won't find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's where I'm at. Um, no, but I don't know what. My mom thought you were a biker. I'm pretty cool. Why don't so. you Why don't you run us down the story? I'm pretty of her awesome. pulling so, up and then going from there. Phone call. Oh, so she's. I'm on the phone with her because she's like trying to find it because it is. It legit is in the middle of nowhere. We had like, to go by. Like, I was trying to check her out just so you know. <sighs> that's a revelation. What is going that's, on? That's a revelation. Like, I didn't middle, know that. You know, female shows up. You get. You know, hey. it's my mom. That's, I, well, she's I, not I, a female. She's my mom. She's just still a female. She's got stuff, bro. Fight, fight, fight. She fight. was sitting down. 
Okay, I, you can still look. Has that ever stopped a guy? It, uh, no, and normally when right. they when they meet her uh, her and son, she had a nice little Popeye. She did abs abolicious, so delicious. Um, that's what we call for it, a uh, Chinese restaurant. Um, too soon, Hutch. Too way too soon. So so she yeah, pulls up. She pulls up, yeah. and like we're talking everything like that, and you guys are all out um, doing stuff. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, it's like a new shiny penny, and you guys come up to the. She recognized you right away because you visited me in the hospital. Gang, gang. Yeah, but um, it wasn't until after the fact. Actually, the next day, she was mulling on it. The phone call. So who's the biker so with the the goatee, the gray goatee? I'm like, I don't remember anyone with the gray. And the only one I can think of was Lonnie. I'm like, that's who's getting married. No, not the long one, the the really nice one, that one that was kept up. Can we real quick? Actually, I want to interject. Here. <laughs> the you, one that was kept can, up. Can you describe how my father looks for our, our audio listeners? Just imagine somebody. No, 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 no. I don't want like you George to describe Clooney yourself. Handsome. So, all right. I don't want you to describe yourself. You know those guys that like, well, want, no, this is going to sound real. I don't want to do that. I want that. the kid to well, describe wait, his, his Okay, so you know father. how, okay, so you know how Wild Mike des- described you as a trucker? Trucker? Yeah, you didn't listen to our episode. Our farmer? That that helps, by the way, my, my ego. <laughs> so, and I like that your cover is on your knee because you're totally a vet. You're showing off like... Can you describe his Sorry. appearance before jumping okay. into your story? Um, See, short, already, he already loves me, people. Short gray hair. <laughs> uh... Beard, disgusting beard, glasses. If my mom's listening, um, he's been wearing the same clothes for the past seven days in a row. I Perfect, wonderful. Now let's go from there. After after you describe him, how does your mom describe him? So my mom's like, oh my god, who is the cute guy? You know, the one that is had your the mom go- from California. She I'm, is. Oh my gosh, like she's actually from Georgia. Oh, okay. So oh, we have talked about that real quick. Georgia Pete, keep it moving. Hutch, I really <laughs> like your trees, weather. Okay, so my this is, this is actually getting uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I always mess with my mom asking her to invest in sound and effects, small entertainment. So I was like, hey, mom, I got this awesome, like, cryo gun that I want you to get. It's only 400 bucks. And we joke around about that. And she'll change the subject. Well, this is what she changed the subject on, Hutch. <laughs> you. I'm Hutch. Jason. What? What? Hutchinson. Come on, man. Hutchinson. I, Don't say anything. Hutchinson. It's all about the love, people. Hutchinson. You got to know your new last name. Hutch. Hutchinson. Oh. Uh, Hutchison. This is not even fair. This is great. Oh, Nick I'm gonna... and Nick Hutchison's. Yeah, I can't have. No, I can't. Hutchison's. <laughs> I'm older oh, than. Oh, my Hutchison's. <laughs> I've never. He's never called me that ever. What? Hutchison. How is it that I'm not even your kid yet, and I'm your, your favorite? I don't know. <laughs> it's a very low bar. I said <laughs> for you, really. He said it. <laughs> no, Apparently but you can jump over this. So that's right. what. Uh, I, I guarantee you. The the other person that was in the room while this was going on is laughing hysterically right now as she's listening to. Oh, <laughs> she like had an asthma attack and had to get nebulized because she was laughing so hard. <laughs> and my mom was giving. I was legit like Andrew's mom. Really my sister in law. That's weird. Uh, did she need some uh, mouth to mouth? Wow. <laughs> Jay Hutch. Excuse me, uh, I need a little resuscitation. She's going to listen to this, you know. Oh, sorry. I, no, my mom's adorable. She's been like, I don't even know how to, like, uh, that link that you sent me, I don't know where to, where to, like, it's a link. All you do is press it, and it goes right to where you need to go. Oh, like, mom, you don't listen to my my podcast. I appreciate that. Neither of our parents do. You don't? You, you do. He doesn't listen to my show. No, I well, you know I'm trying to do my own stuff and stuff and things come in up. In fairness, I don't listen to his, which see, is why see. which is why I want you guys to kind of you know talk about if there's anything interesting else in the episode, mainly me, um, <laughs> that you guys talked about. Oh, there's a there's a lot of fun stuff. There's a lot to cover. Yeah, there's like, 48 uh, minutes of gold. 
gold, gold. solid gold, like, uh, you know, that. that um, and should we do a preface that if you are not into explicit? Oh, yes. Uh, there's yeah. a parental it's advisory. Watch, watch it's at not, your work. Yeah, it's yeah. not clean. Yeah, watch at your risk or yeah. listen at your risk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There are some words that some, I would not reckon. It was like every and, third word. And references. Yeah, and references. There, don't let your kids listen this to This is an please. adult-only podcast, gentlemen. Ours isn't. So Ours is to it. all ages. Yeah, uh, that's Next mix. Yeah, because I know how to market. But uh, well, we know how to market. Well, yeah. With how long have you been sitting money. on this episode? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, that's your fault. No, that's because we have three people in here. Yeah. We're not. We're not bouncing the way we normally bounce. Yeah. Bounce it. Bounce also, it. Also, you sent it to me, kid, which means you could have uploaded it. Okay. Well, dead air right there. Yeah. Why are we talking about yeah. that? We got to pause yeah. for silence. I yeah. just got to let you know that nothing's my fault ever. Okay. Oh my gosh. Cheater. Where do I start with that one? Go ahead and pick somewhere. <laughs> no, don't, please. Well, yeah, right, um, dude. I mean, come on. Sir. That's what we did this weekend. Yeah, we had some interesting weekend actually. You know what? Real quick, I know we, uh, we're, we've we got uh, another special guest coming in the studio pretty yeah. soon. But Friday, I got a little quick story. So DJing Friday night. Last Friday night? Last Friday night. Okay. Yeah, duh. Because. Um, Today's Friday. Anyways. I'm just making sure. Last Friday. Okay. So I'm doing my thing, and people are excited because I'm doing my thing. And this thing is DJing. It's not like I do some crazy, like, sports falling or anything cool. Yeah. Well, I do voodoo magic. But I had this lady come up to me, and we all know that I have several different jobs because, well, I just do. You're an entrepreneur. You're right. Um, This lady recognized me from one job Uh. at another job, and she was inebriated when she came up to me. Nice. So like, hey, DJ, nobody. I'm like, <laughs> hey. She's like, I know where else you work. You're, you do that one office thing. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yes. Why are you spending money at a bar when you... All right, I can't say that. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not judging. There's no judgment. I should not... I don't judge. There's a judge. lot of judgment. But it's like, dude, don't call me Maybe out. Cause they have vices. People have vices. They do. So. But that was in. That I would love for her to come in your office and whenever she says something along the lines, oh, hey, Bonnie. And then you can be like, oh, I saw you drink because that's how you talk. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's fun. So, that was a little fun story that I just wanted to talk before we um, jump to into the Mike Logic interview, which I'm really excited for. I'm really, I'm dude, I'm stoked. I cannot wait. Oh, I forgot. Because it's happening in a few minutes? No. Oh. We have a song of the week segment. We dun, dun, dun. do. Yes. Song I have a very interesting song. Oh, um, boy. No, it's the song I played for you on the way in. Mm. Um, well, I want to get to that maybe during the Mike Logic interview, have him kind of talk. Oh, about, cool. Yeah, All right. Because I, I want his song, too. I want to see what he's listening to and stuff like that. I like so it. That'll come up a little later in the episode. Cool. But anyways. And we might be able to get into some remixes and stuff like that. Yeah, that DJ, I do. DJ Nobody, your song of the week is definitely probably going to be a remix that you've done. No, it's not. Okay, I'm wrong. It's going to be a cover. I think that's the first time I said I'm wrong on a podcast. I think I might edit that. Get no, yeah, no. That's being scrubbed from the record. Get used to it because that's gonna be hutch all the time. I don't know. What that you're means. being hutch because your mom's marrying my father, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the. I'm Mike, never. Here is the Mike Logic interview. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we hope you enjoyed the interview. I just want to thank Logic right away for getting me out of the. That talk. son, it'll be oh, fine. God. All right, guys. Here son, you go. it's here, gonna be okay. Here's the interview, guys. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, it's come to our attention that the guys from Shy Native. Shy Native Entertainment. Shy Native Entertainment. Get it right. I, I always have it right. 
You never have a right. So we were we were we were blessed with the ideals of ideal. That was terrible. Keep now going. it's time for a little bit of logic. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike <laughs> Logic is in studio with us. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? What's up, guys? Hey. So, you know, Mike, you know, I've worked together on just a couple of things recently. You know, we got a couple other projects coming up and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of interesting things about, you know, your, your hip-hop career and, you know, just different things along the lines of that. Is it true that you've been rapping since, you said, like, I think the fifth grade? Is that how that happened? Yep. Yeah, okay. I've been rapping so. since the fifth grade. Um, I just put an album out. Um, Where can people get that? Let's let's make sure we get that promo. Well, the album's there. called Overdue. Okay, I put it out last last May, and uh, you can you can stream it anywhere. Okay, just type in Mike Logic, M I C L O G I K. People have for whatever reason have trouble spelling my name. <laughs> okay, the, just this week alone, I saw someone spell Mike. You know, I spelled M I C right. short for microphone, even though my name is Mike. Trying to yeah, be clever with the yeah, name right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone spelled M I K and just forget the E. What? I, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've seen it spelled so many different ways. Okay. I'm kind of annoyed by it, but yeah, it's kind okay. of funny at the same time. I'll make sure like, not to mess up the post then. Nah, I, I don't, at this point, I don't even care. Like, yeah, right. Just the fact that people know the name is is good enough for me. But I do in, in my verses, uh, especially on Ideals album. I start out the verse M I C L O G I K. So people know how to spell it. There you go. You got to get it on somehow. Um, yeah, it's called Overdue. It's, not, it's on Spotify. It's awesome. on Tidal. Any, any streaming platform. Um, sold a few hundred copies. Wow. Which, nice. which in this day and age where people are Actually getting copies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Selling a few hundred is actually pretty, that's pretty the, big yeah. deal in my eyes. So I, I was proud of that. My team did a really good job. Nice. And um, yeah, I was really happy with that release last year called so- Overdue. So how did you get hooked up with Shy Native and then, um, but before that, how did you, I mean, how did you get into hip hop and what about that interested you to the point where you wanted to start making music and being involved in that culture? So I think when I was in third grade, I visited my aunt who was living out in Ohio at the time. And for whatever reason, we went to uh, like a Best Buy or something. Uh And I saw the Snoop Dogg doggy style tape. I'm like... (laughs) This looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Happens to be a phenomenal tape. Like right. One of my favorite albums of all time. The artwork is great. The music is great. The production is great. Snoop is great back then. And I was just blown away by this. And then later on, I would, uh, I would move to Desplaines and I would be influenced uh, by two individuals uh, for the most part that played a big part in showing me what hip-hop was, was Ronesh or Ronu. He's my childhood friend, best friend. I was his best man at his wedding. So oh, cool. we're still tight to this day. And then my other homeboy, his name is Ryan Lamar. And he's actually a pretty pretty big-time director now. He just directed this movie called Canal Street okay. starring um, Kai Pfeiffer. Um, wow. The, the guy from Entourage, I don't remember his name. The, and then uh, Woody... Um, Wood, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Bobby Brown in uh, the New Edition movie that was on BET. That's blowing my mind. I don't even just, yeah. but just an, I just yeah, no, it's a, you got names out there though. But, That's impressive. So it's cool that he he ended up being like you know really successful in what he's doing. But those guys showed me what hip hop was. Like Ryan, Bone Thugs and Harmony was really big to him back then. And sure, it turned out being really big to me, and it still was a huge influence. Like if you listen to my. Uh, the way I rap sometimes, I do that little 
you know i could chop it up a little bit i could spit mm -hmm. fast and i learned some of that through bone also i was really influenced by twister who's a shy native definitely le uh, chicago legend that'd be cool if he was a shy native yeah legend. right that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a huge guy <laughs> but he, he those two in particular like bone thugs and twister uh really big influences in in my hip-hop uh career and you know how i choose to rap go ahead you so it. how big it you know you mentioned the city how big of an influence has the city been on on what you do, what you produce, what you? The the city's been huge. Like I've been a part of, I would say the underground hip hop scene since I was 15, 16 or so. Wow. I got my first taste of it. I did my first show when I believe I was around 18. Yeah. So I've been, you know, part of the the underground hip hop scene in Chicago for a long time. So comparing, all right. So we all know Eight Mile, and that's really showing Detroit's. I guess Eminem story. Mm -hmm. How close to that would you say, or what if to give people a visual of the underground hip hop battle rap, like yeah, culture in Chicago? Can you give us like a comparison? Obviously, that that movie showed a lot, but yeah, Chicago, when that movie came out, everybody decided they were gonna rap. Rap, yeah, yeah. But Chicago has some fierce uh, freestyle battlers, and I say freestyle like imp improv. Improvisation. Like really off the mm -hmm. top of that. Yeah, nothing premeditated. And actually, uh, I, I believe Ideal, he entered what was called the All-City Battle. This was huge back in wow. the day. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of really, really talented battle rappers from Chicago. And um, I actually, I did not really participate in the freestyle battles as much, but I've always been a fan. And I can freestyle. You know, that's part of being an MC. Sure. Yeah. You know, improv is, is just a part of calling yourself an MC. Well, can you freestyle? Because, you know, it's just it's just what it is, especially in Chicago. Like, if you can't freestyle, then you're kind of looked down upon as not really an MC. Right. It's like one of those building blocks you have to have, you know, before you start really building your yeah. career. Or and your I, I, I mean, I get that, too, because, I mean, I come from the world of DJing. I know we really haven't met. And if you can't it's scratch. Nice to meet you, by the way. Nice meeting you, too. <laughs> Great introduction. Uh, if you can't scratch, why are you calling yourself a DJ? Correct. Um, and, I, and, I, and, and for the most part, I do get that. But there are some, like, some qualms about learning. To, like, people don't want to teach scratching. Like, old school DJs. If you haven't worked on vinyl, you're you're not you're worthless, and that's the same mentality. That's the, the DJ mentality. Do you get that with like uh, some of your influences that like your local influences, saying like you know like you said you know yeah, if you can't like, spit if if you can't if you, if you can't freestyle especially I think in Chicago because I feel like we're known for our freestyle like MC, yeah. MC Juice who's another huge influence and I don't know if you guys have heard mm -hmm. of MC Juice oh yeah. Of course, because yeah. he beat, he yeah. beat Eminem, and he's, <laughs> right. he, I don't know if you guys seen him on the Wake Up Show. He's he's amazing. He's one of the, to me, he's the greatest freestyler, uh, freestyle MC. You know, there people have their their favorites, but to me, Juice is definitely one of my favorite, and if not the the greatest of sure. all the freestyle yeah. MCs. But Ronesh and Ideal, they they were into the the battle scene. They entered battles. Ronesh, especially when he went to college, he was just trying to battle everybody. So they've always been into it. I've been more of a fan of it, and I did it in high school a little bit, sure. you know, around the cafeteria. Right, right. But I never actually entered, you know, those battles. I, I preferred to kind of be the spectator and you know, share my it boys. And stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, it just it just wasn't uh, appealing for me to enter. 
Speaking of real quick, um, you know, ideal and talking about how you know the way that you the way that you yeah that guy like that that guy. <laughs> uh, last time he was on here, uh, he had some some words. You know, he called you out too about it about how you know people are you know I guess you can say stuck in their way about you know what flows they use and different things like that and how the culture is changing and so should you know the way that you you know the way that you rap as well. What do you got anything to say to him or anything to to kind of counterpoint that or you know. What do you have in terms of I mean, there's, there's some people in this world who think they know everything. <laughs> and oh, this is going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying again? No, I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Twista and, you know, MC Juke. No. Um, no, I mean, he, he thinks he knows what's hot. And he's got an idea how he wants to do things. And how he wants to do things is not always exactly how I want to do things or how I see things. Which is fine. We don't have to be on the same page about right. everything. We both can recognize what is hot and, for the most part, what is not. But I am I'm always going to be in love with the golden age of hip-hop, which is, to me is the 90s. Okay, yeah. yeah. I love the boom-bap sound. He will ridicule a little bit and call that old man rap or whatever he calls it, thinking he's clever. But... <laughs> You know, it is what it is. I, I like what I like or what I yeah, love. Right. And he, he he's big into like the new age style rapping, which there's some the triple it flows and things like that. Yeah, or... he, he like the trap sounding beats, whatever. Like if the beat's hot, the beat's hot and I'll yeah. rap to it. But I'm like, not looking for a specific sound. You know, sure. I just want it to be good. Want yeah. it to be hot. And see, that's the thing. Like uh, when I come in, and I really want to get your opinion on this too. Is um, anyone with a dope hook? We'll sell a million records, no problem. Absolutely. But the the difference between them and a lyricist or someone that can put those bars together, that's what that that's what sustains you in this game. There are so many different facets to songwriting. There are good yeah. songwriters. There are good writers of hooks, as you say, yeah. that can't write lyrics. Anything. But man, <laughs> do they have a catchy hook. So I got. I want. I really want to talk. I'll get your opinion on. I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard Snoop's uh, like just dogging on these the mumble rappers. The what's hot or whatever what was like two years ago. The blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Yeah. Like, what what's your take on that too? Because you know, I'm I'm a old school guy. Snoop Dre. That's what I grew up in the '90s. So that's that's just me. So I I kind of think that we might be on the same page on it. But I like what these kids because I mean I see stuff yeah. on a daily. Um, I just want your take on what you think about where reps going or so at right now. So keep in mind, I have a I have a 21 year old. He just turned 21 on Sunday, and I kind of when he was growing up, I had to adjust the way I listen to music a little bit for him. I remember the first time he played me that Designer Panda song, and if you listen to my Overdue album, there's an actual lyric where I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and those aren't the exact words I use, but right, I'm like, right, right. turn it off! Yeah, right. <laughs> His mother scolded me for that. <laughs> like, let the kid have some fun. So, that's what it is. Like, these kids are having fun. Yeah, so, sure. And that's why there's this whole old head thing going on. Old head and new head. Yeah. It's like the old heads don't want to let the young kids have fun. Look, I don't care. Have fun. Yeah. Everybody should have fun and do what they love doing. Is it my cup of tea? No. 
do I like some future songs? Absolutely. Do I like to just have fun listening to music that makes no sense? Sure. Music is, uh, it's all about taste. It's all about moods. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So I really, um, and Ideal will tell you that I'm a hater because I am. <laughs> I, I, just I, own it, man. <laughs> he, I'm, you know, I got nothing but love for Ideal. But I am a little bit a hater when it comes to music. But I'll be private about it. I don't have to come on a podcast. I don't have to just come on a pot podcast and start dogging everybody down. I don't like. But my point is, if you love making music, just do it. Don't worry about what I think. Don't worry about yeah, yeah, yeah. what Mike Logic thinks. Just focus. Because I'm not worried about what you're thinking. Right? That's an. That's an. I see. That's that's an awesome take on that. And that's. Now I know. I'd love to be able to say that. I know that we got one. I'm glad we got one awesome take. <laughs> We're gonna keep going for more. <laughs> well, speaking of takes, I want to get. I know you're a big sports guy. Huge Mike. sports. Huge guy. sports I watched, guy. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday, right? Oh. Happy birthday, man! Thank you. Wow, mm. 21. I'm finally here. Wow, man! <laughs> you have a 21 year old son, and now yep. you're 21 years old. Do the math. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Start early, man. Wow, that's crazy. But I was watching the Bulls, and I was really hoping that they were. What were they on a two game win streak? Like let's, after Zach Levine turned into Superman. Yeah. yeah. Let's make this three. No, Dame Lillard's back. Uh, I had, I had my feeling that this wasn't going to be good, and it wasn't. <laughs> and it kind of, it kind of soured my birthday. It didn't ruin it, but it, it didn't leave a good taste in your mouth. What did Mello put up like twenty eight, twenty five, or twenty eight? Uh-huh. Yeah, old man Mello. He looked, he looked spry. No, he yeah, well, he's had nothing but time off though. He's nothing. He's, hey, he had a nice, quick first step. Yeah, he looked like he hadn't. You know, missed a beat. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, pro- he's probably he's been in the gym this whole time. He's been wanting to get into the league for how long? And I actually liked when I saw that Portland signed Melo because they needed another scorer. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's not too many people who do it better than Carmelo. That is the one thing he does great. Oh, the, the, totally. So what are your thoughts on the Bulls then? I mean, with, with the way that the organization is structured, with, with Garpacks have been, in, have been in power for I don't know how long, since the 90s, I'm guessing. I'm oh. so ready for a change at the top. But end. what do you think is going to hap- have to happen to, in order for that change to be made? Because at this, well, I was reading be- something today, and I don't know how much truth was to it. But uh, Reinsdorf is not exactly excited about the six and twelve start, and it looks like Gar Foreman is going to be on the hot seat. I don't know how long. I don't know why Gar Foreman is just on the hot seat and not John Paxson. Right. But I really don't think there's going to be a change in the, of the guard until, unfortunately, Jerry sells the team or he um, transitions. Right. To, to away from hands-on, you know, day-to-day stuff. It's weird because the Bulls have always had great attendance. You go to a Bulls game and it's not like... Because fans are stupid. Yeah, it's not an empty arena. People are still going and they're still supporting this team financially. And there's just no way that they're going to make a change if they keep getting that money in for having bad performance unless... You can think of any other way that they would do something like that. I, st- I still don't understand why I sit at home and watch these games and know I'm just going to get pissed off and yell at the TV. I, I don't understand why I do it, but that's just the love love of the game, the love yeah. of my team. Like, I can't pull myself away from from this circus. Like, it's just a bunch of clowns running it. I don't know what's going on with Laurie Markkinen. He's really concerning at this point in his career. Yeah, with the whole young core, in all honesty, outside of the Levina being able to pull that one out every once in a while, I what was, do you have there? Before that game, I, you know, if you had traded Zach Levine, I would have been fine. Um, I don't feel like we have 
any franchise players on this team. I feel like, does anyone remember that Otto Porter is on this team? Like, no. No, not at all. Wait, he's on the team? Like, I haven't watched the Bulls really a lot this no, year he, because... he is, he, but he's he's injured. I don't know for how the long. The fact he's even on the roster, I didn't but even know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't make he doesn't make a big difference, and they're paying him $26 million. <laughs> Just throwing away money. I mean, it's kind of... It, it, to me, it's insulting because I think Benny the Bull has more... What, more fans than the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I'm thinking. And like, Because, I mean, both my nephews like, oh, you made Benny the Bull. Oh, when did you go to the Bulls game? We didn't go to the Bulls game. Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> he does some really funny stuff. If oh, yeah, no, he does. Do, like the big bringing the bear down to the girl or like spilling the popcorn. Right. And, but it's sad. That no, it's that's, because that's the only entertainment that you'll get in that game. You won't just, watch a game. It's just sad that we've we've been waiting for – Markinen or Levine to make that ascension into at least average all star yeah. level play, and you don't get it enough from Zach. Like, yeah, you'd have to agree that between marketing and Zach, Zach looked like looks like he, he's going to be the all star or someone that you could build a franchise. He was around. a little more proven too, though, come, before coming to the Bulls. I mean, obviously, he made his name in the dunk contest, but he was a decent player. Didn't have much of a shot, but. He could drive and score. What did he put up against Charlotte, like 49? Well, I know yeah, he on 13, 13, 13 threes. threes. Yeah. yeah oh, he did can, you guys watch that game? I watched I, I watched the highlights of that I game. I watched it live. It was crazy. Yeah. Man, I, how like, was, what was that feeling like watching someone, you know, come to the – not come to the Bulls, but play on the Bulls as if they were an all-star player? I mean, Harden does that, you know, on a, on an above-average night, and then you get Zach you Levine just, doing You can just tell Zach had it going, and when he, when he got – when. First of all, I got to give props to someone who I kind of dog on, Ryan Archidiacono. I'm always like, how did this guy get $9 million? He plays pretty hard, but the fact that he's one of the better players and one of the more consistent players on the Bulls right now oh, yeah. at $9 million. You're not going to win anything at that point. Wow. But he made, he made a couple excellent defensive plays that game, none bigger than when he fouled. <laughs> he did foul Graham. Yeah, I mean – I, hear, I saw some people talking about how, you know, how do you call that foul? How do you call that foul? And then you watch it, and it's just like... They didn't call a foul. Okay. Uh, when, when he took the ball underneath the, the basket, and then he passed it to Zach. Zach went to the three, popped it, game over. He did, But he did foul him, and the refs let it go, which I'm glad they swallowed their whistle. That was fine. But that's For the my, game. But that, that, that's my point. Like, Ryan Archidiacono, like we are talking about, he's one of their be- better players. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's terrible. He's on un, he's undrafted too. By the way, he wasn't drafted. Uh, Chandler Hutchinson, I like his upside. I see a lot out of Chandler Hutchinson. He has a great last name. Yeah, same, same as mine. We share that. So that's how I knew he was going to be an all star in this league. I'm Chandler. hoping. I'm hoping so. <laughs> but I really like his athleticism, Can you? especially at the wing. Like I remember when they they inserted him. And you guys can stop me because I can, I can going, talk man. about the Bulls all Keep night. Going. I want to get your Bears thoughts too in a okay. second. But yeah, when they inserted him, when Otto Porter went down, and they inserted him into the starting lineup. Immediately, you can see a change in athleticism, like a big faster, difference. faster. He was blocking shots. He was dunking. I think he had like three or four dunks that game, and uh, very long wingspan can get up and down the court. Like I like that. I hope they develop that. I hope there's something there. Kobe White too. Hopefully. We didn't even talk about Kobe. I know. Jeez, Kobe White. <laughs> they, I think they hit on Kobe White. Yeah, I think he's 
Well, he was the what number one seven off the pick, bench. though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to miss. The yeah. NBA draft is a he lot harder to miss. Higher. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the NBA draft's a lot harder to miss on guys compared to you know baseball or the NFL. Yeah. Generally, if you chop a guy, if you draft him top fifteen, you can pretty well you know can or pretend see the potential to be you know at least an average to above average starter. Right. Do you know the one thing I'm I'm really worried about is obviously the All Star. It's in Chicago. Oh, Lord. And I, that's the thing <laughs> I'm worried about. Is like, yeah, is we're not going to have be, anyone repping the right. team. There's no exactly. one that's going to rep in the Bulls. Yeah, we have maybe, maybe Zach will do the slam dunk contest. I think he said he was going to. So. That's, well, if it's in Chicago, then yeah, he's got to do that's that. That's probably the only way he has a chance of making the Showing up game. that weekend. Yeah. Right. Um, so what are your thoughts recently on the Bears having beat the Giants this last Sunday? Um, this will air after Thanksgiving, Ooh. so we don't know how the, how the game will go with the <laughs> hey, Lions. But Fly the flag. I know, right? What are your thoughts? I want to focus microscopically on um, Trubisky, Nagy, that relationship first before looking at the macro of the whole team and everything along the lines of that. What are your thoughts as of right now on Mitch? Do you keep going with him? Do you do you bench him and try and get someone else in there and have a knee-jerk reaction? What do you do with Mitch right now if you're um, if you're Ryan Pace? Um, if I'm Ryan Or Nagy, whatever, whoever makes those decisions. First of all, to start with the, the Nagy, Mitch, um, whole situation it's very confusing but as far as just what does Ryan Pace do you have to bring in competition for Mitch Mitch has been very very inconsistent this he's had very few flashes of greatness oh yeah he's had a third quarter he looks fine it's like the third quarter magic from the Warriors transferred to the bull or the Bears and then his footwork is still bad uh, his decision making is horrible, and it's like, what is what is he seeing out there? And Overthrows everyone. You know, I I always say I I understand the Bears not taking Mahomes. I get that. Sure. Deshaun Watson was decorated. <laughs> he beat Alabama, correct? I mm-hmm. believe so. Yeah. Alabama was probably the most pro style defense in college. Definitely. I I don't understand how you how you pass on that. On uh, number it's, two. It's frustrating. I remember so many games this season. I'd be watching Mahomes, and I'd be watching Watson, and I'd be yelling at the TV like, "You passed on that." <laughs> it's tough it's, to it's, imagine. It's, 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 it's kind of like a, a broken record at this point, and I should just, I should give up on that part. Like it, that's over. Let's move on from that. But it's still hard to not see that though. Every time you see Mitch overthrow Taylor Gabriel, I was pining for them to. To trade for Andy Dalton, thing. that's where I'm at. Well, on the on the note of other quarterbacks here, and the conversation I've been wanting to have for a minute, and it's just been hard to fit it in somewhere, is the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. I would take Colin Kaepernick in a second. Because I was thinking the same thing. If nothing else, to bring him in for, comp- for competition, I understand there's a media concern or a public relations concern, you know, in Chicago, especially above all places, having some guy who's politically charged, at least seemingly in the past, as Colin Kaepernick. But in terms of bringing him as a quarterback competition and an offense that you think he would flow in, it's kind of hard to imagine why the Bears shouldn't bring in someone like a Colin Kaepernick or an Andy Dalton at the trade deadline. I really think they're wor- they'd wor- worry about the firestorm that would exactly. follow. Exactly. That's it. They were worry about upsetting their fan base who doesn't agree with Kaepernick. Um, I personally, I'm on board with Kaepernick for pretty much everything. There's been some things I don't totally agree with, but for the most part, I have no problem with The whole conversation was shifted, though. I mean, it was all blown out of proportion after the whole incident started to, uh, you know, gain traction, and they, they started making it about things that wasn't ever about, and then the whole conversation just lost its focus, and then yeah, it turned it became into a more about It became more about him kneeling than what he was kneeling for. And, right. It turned that, into, like, him disrespecting the military. Still, yeah. 
and that, that that it was never about disrespecting the military but you know people love their flag man yeah and that, that that's the only thing i mean in terms of bringing him in over public relations it, I, could you imagine something like that in terms of if if the bears said let's say at the end of the season we're not you know it doesn't look like we're going to make the playoffs i know there's there's a chance blah 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 let's say we don't and you know after the, after the super bowl rolls around whoever wins wins during the off season you see the news bears assigned colin kaepernick one year uh, what seven million dollars what what would you what would your first thoughts be or you know what would you hope to see from that i mean it, it, honestly my team doesn't need a quarterback so it, oh, it Packer to be fan, <laughs> get out of here! That's yeah. ridiculous. So, I know. did you did you watch the game Sunday? Yeah, well, he's he was old. It was a no. He's not getting. He's old. not aging like oh, Brady. We're, we're not there. You go. He's not aging. Yeah, right. he was in a weird. Like it was not a normal. I mean, he was checking down. He's doing something he normally that never has to do. Um, that defensive front for 49ers is scary. Though. It's that whole team is ridiculous. The, the, yeah. yeah, and you know what's sad part? Jimmy Ward is good too. Yeah, and Richard Sherman. I was actually looking really forward to that game, not to cut you off. I was No, it's night. a great game. I thought it was going to yeah. be back and forth. I thought so, too. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. Which was just, I, the 49ers are weird, though. They're, sneak, they're, they're not even sneaky good anymore. They're just I mean, good. 10 they're and legit. 1. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, don't get to, you don't get 10 and 1, and, and you're not. But you what do you get 8 and 3 for, though, when you got the Buffalo Bills? are they? Where, what are they, a fluff piece there? Or? I mean, I don't know. You don't ever. You never. I don't. Know until the, the Buffalo Bills played, where you're like, oh, that was a really real quality win. We were looking at. I think me and uh, Ideal. We were looking at who the Patriots played. Yeah. Just fluff. Well, their yeah. division, the AFC South, is basically a free playoff spot every year. It doesn't help that they're one of the best teams probably to have ever played. Right. The, the stretch with the Patriots. But when you got a when you got the division with who do you got in there? You got um, the Dolphins. You have. I'm trying to think of the other the teams Jets. off the, the Jets. Jets are in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the dealers. What happened to Oakland? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Any, Khalil, any given Sunday. Well, the Khalil right. Mack trade, everyone I remember, when the first when the trade happened, it was all, we, you, we were just acting like we had, like, the greatest thing. And we, honestly, we did. We had the greatest defensive player in the game at the time. We say what you will about Aaron Donald. But it looked like, you know, uh, we got him for free, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And one then, A and one B as far as those two. And you right. Can flip-flop them higher sure. you want. But then all of a sudden, as time has progressed and, you know, Akeem Hicks goes down. And I think that was a big part because I know where you're going with this. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a big part of oh, Khalil Mack not being as effective. Akeem Hicks is one of the best at his position. He, oh, he'll take up three guys in the middle, leaving Khalil one-on-ones. I mean, that's yeah. just giving him all day to eat. So I mean, as that as it's weird because when Khalil came and he had that monster game against the Packers, mm-hmm. you know he was insane. He looked like football Jesus on the field for a few minutes there. But then you know what? You're just gonna be. I mean, if this is gonna get to where you're beating up the Packers, that's no, fine. No, but I'm, not, I'm saying in terms of first impressions, when you do something like that, to no, the absolutely. Packers, but I mean, here's the deal: like you have a quarterback that started 13 games. For 14, college? 14. 14. Okay, now it's 14. North Carolina. I okay. think it's 14. Um, Are we going to talk about Michigan? Well, he doesn't. No, he's comparing quarterbacks. Really it's not all, fair. All I'm saying about good quarterbacks. What I, what I want to do is just bring in the fact that I, people really need to get over this whole Colin Ka- Kaepernick because the, the kid can play. You need he destroyed something. the Packers when he was with the 49ers every single weekend that we saw. I couldn't stand seeing him play. You need dynamics on that, and you need to shut this kid up. Or shut him down, <laughs> so he can careful. <laughs> so he can teach Mitch how to be a quarterback because you're you're, you're losing something. He didn't sit; he started, and a baptism by fire doesn't work. 
and they and uh, there was scouts saying that Kaepernick still has elite arm strength. He does, mm-hmm. but the the workout they did, he wasn't throwing. He wasn't reading a defense. He was just making throws. True. You know, True. so you got to say what you will about that. But the yeah. fact is, is that he's a quarterback that can play. And you're telling me that he's not better than one of the 32 quarterbacks that are starting any given Sunday, let alone backing them up. All I'm gonna say is the NFL better. Well, not, I shouldn't say the NFL, but there's some teams in the NFL that need to get their stuff together before Vince McMahon takes them for the XFL. Have you seen anything <laughs> about that, Mike? The XFL? I I haven't looked really into it. It hasn't really. Um, come across my radar. What do you much. think about then? You know, I think I have enough football with the NFL. Well, I was going to say when you have the whole the you know whatever you want to call it, great he officiating it crisis. Well, correct, but I'm just throwing it from this angle. You have the seemingly horrid officiating every every given week with the NFL. You have people complaining that the game is too soft. You know. Um, and you have, you know, potentially competition. You know, you just saw it with the AFL, and they lasted not even a full season. Right. But if you have the financial backing of one Vince McMahon behind it, would you be down for seeing a competitor? Obviously, you're basically seeing practice squads of NFL teams go at it, right? But what are your thoughts on just having another option in terms of where you watch your football? Let's say if it's on, I don't know, they wouldn't go head-to-head with the NFL, but let's say if it's on, like, you know, a Friday night or something like that, would you would you want something like that and give it a shot? Or I feel are you like pretty- I feel like, and it, it might sound bad, and I don't mean to offend anybody because I do watch them, but I feel like it'd be watching the NBA and then flipping over to the WNBA. Not, I don't mean it so much. No, as, it's true though. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's not going the to level be of a, competition. The level it's a different product, but it's still like the I still same like the product. WNBA. Right, right, right. I appreciate, but you can't compare the skill. Right. I, I like WNBA is yeah. very fundamentally sound for the most part. Yeah, they, they have to be. better teamwork than the than the better, NBA better teamwork. There, there's things that the WNBA does really well that the NBA doesn't focus on as much. But as far as entertainment value, you can't get any better than the, uh, the, the NBA, especially in the playoffs. Oh, there's playoffs. not much ridiculous. that to me. I, I I love the NBA playoffs more than any playoffs. That's just me. NFL playoffs are really fun too. Um, the baseball playoffs, if my Cubs are in there. That's awesome. Great. I want to hit the Cubs in a second because for our audio listeners, you can't tell, but Mike's wearing his 2016 World Series hat. I need a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll get to that in a second. But, I mean, in terms of comparing the different leagues, it's just it's difficult to, to watch in terms of entertainment value. You know, when you have the NFL and you have the best players literally in the world versus, you know, another league that's going to be, you know, it's like watching it's right. the NBA in the big three. You know, <laughs> it's it's a totally – it's it, you're, And I watched the big three. Yeah, I was like – but I honestly feel like I feel like the NFL season is long enough, maybe too long, and they're talking about adding two more games. With I mean, the, these guys put and... their bodies through hell. Like okay. I understand that. So that's because uh, you you've heard that they're adding two games. Because I've, I've heard one of the proposals was adding another game and taking adding, away preseason, taking away preseason, adding another reg- two regular season, and adding an, an additional bye week. Because what I there's a lot of different reports. I yeah, what I was reading was the 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 um, the in the in season tournament and taking away so it's they, 78. They had that and that I thought it was interesting too where they had like mid season kind of like the all-star like a game. holiday like a holiday tournament like we did in high school. Right. They, they did something like that. There's a lot of different things people are floating around out there. In yeah. reality, I can't imagine them ever sticking mainly for the ho- same reason baseball barely ever changes the number of games that they have. Right. Because of stats, because of tradition, because you got the old heads that would complain about the players getting it too easy. Different things along the lines of that. And with baseball, obviously, Mike, huge baseball or huge Cubs fan? Um, Definitely huge Cubs fan. Okay. Baseball, I'll watch, but 
I don't watch it like I do the NBA and the NFL. I'm the same way, so I totally understand that. What do you think about the Cubs going, you know, through this offseason right now and going into next year? How confident are you with um, David Ross, you know, the new skipper of this team? The farm system, I believe, is ranked like 29th, so it's not exactly a great yeah, looking. Yeah, it's, it's depleted. So what, um, are you, what, what are you thinking about the Cubs going into next year? I have no idea what to expect. Lester's going to be a year older. Uh, I know there's talks that we might go after Garrett Cole or at least offer him something, but I don't. Is he going to fix the team, though? He's you not going to fix the team. The team is getting older. The core is getting a year is going to be another year older. Do you uh, trade one of the core members, by the way? Do you trade Bryant? Do you trade Schwarber? You know, Who do you? I mean, do you, I don't think you have a choice on Bryant. Well, I mean, I think he's gone. He's going to cost you too much, right? Don't you think? I, I'm I, at this point. I trade Bryant before Javi. Like, I love Javi. He's my favorite player. So do I. And Bryant might be the better player, but I just feel like for this team, his flash. You got to keep Javi. Yeah, he's he's a soul player. You know, he's one of those guys that just ignites a spark in your team whenever he makes a play on defense or hit. You know, he's hitting yeah. home runs. Too. And I don't want to see Wilson Contreras go either. But I, like I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sad right. like to the point where there's no coming back from it for me like. I would bounce back from it um, as long as they had a quality catcher. He, he gets hurt a lot. He does. I totally agree. And especially a catcher, that's one of the, you're supposedly one of the most durable players on the field, and you're the field general when you're out there. Um, it's the roughest position to play, for sure. Yeah, especially. So take us through. You're wearing the 2016 hat, right? Mm-hmm. What is What was that moment like for you when the Cubs, you know, when the Bryant threw to Rizzo, Got that third out at the bouncer. I've watched that play. I don't know how many, probably a hundred times now. What is it? What is the whole series with the Indians like? You know, looking like nothing's ever going to happen. Coming back. What does that look like for you? It was like a made-for-movie moment. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It's like, it's like if my life was slowed down, and you know, it was just. Uh, I don't even know how to put this in words. Just like surreal yeah like you've seen those commercials where 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 it's slowed down and people are jumping slowly up Mm -hmm. and down that's what i was that's what i was going for trying i've never described this moment to anyone so this is a good question but i I couldn't believe it um i did not think we were gonna win down three one man (laughs) it's hard to to imagine uh what was his name rajay rajay davis Davis. oh my god car or i almost said carlos formal ptsd um (laughs) <laughs> and that guy Joe, oh lord Rajay Davis and Joe Madden were really both trying to beat us <laughs> <laughs> they won in spite of Joe Madden man when you had when you had uh, Chapman out there for way too long the game prior or that game out in like the sixth inning I think he was out there blown out his arm I still don't understand why you'd pull Hendricks I mean the dude was dealing like just dealing yeah I just I, don't get I, it I mean, why would you put Lester in he, at that moment you know Madden felt like he always had his pulse on the team and he yeah. always knew when it was time to and I know the Cubs fans would disagree. Like, why would you pull him? He always wants to pull his pitchers too fast. That's what it always seemed like. That that's his managing style. He he feels like he can rely on his bullpen, or he should be able to rely on his bullpen. But there there there's been times where that bullpen's been really really shaky. And like Joe, what are you doing? Especially this last year, at the beginning, yeah. it oh, turned into God. a mess. Man, uh, <laughs> I really was. I don't know, kind of conflicted with how I felt about Mike Montgomery. There's been times where he was special, and then times where it was like, why did we trade for this guy again? Yeah, but he yeah. was a, I think he was an important part of a, us getting that. 
Yeah, I mean, that he got that series. he got that final out, obviously. Yeah. So he's down in Cubs history. But I always liked uh, uh, Carl Edwards as well. So CJ, man, uh, it just didn't. He had a fastball that was that was he was consistently hitting 97, 98, I think. Didn't work out in the end. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see him on. You know, I think he's I think he's on. I think it, I'm not mistaken. The was oh, he on the Padres? I think he's on the Padres. Okay. That's what I was reaching for. I think he's on the Padres, but. We wish you the best, CJ. Yeah, CJ. Thank Shout you for out. your time here. I Thanks. wish it would have went down uh, a little differently, but nonetheless, you and uh, what about Tommy Lastella? Wow. Yeah. Man, I still remember the time when he didn't want to report to Iowa. Oh yeah. And that whole debacle. I mean, he was he was just one of those things where you couldn't get him out of the news fast enough for if you were a Cubs <laughs> fan, because it just was a it was a bad look on your whole team. And then but you just, got like you you can understand the frustration. Oh, I agree, but like, you, just, you just don't do that, though. Nah. You know, you, when's the last time you saw that? Where a guy basically said, nah, not doing that. <laughs> the, the thing that popped in my head right away is uh, when D. Rose disappeared on the Knicks. Like, oh, yeah. Where did you go, Derek? <laughs> I had some stuff to take care of. Like, wait a second, what? Is this a... You learned that trick in Chicago, folks. <laughs> But anyways, Mike, we really appreciate you having you in talk studio. Um, you thought I was going to come here and talk hip-hop. No, no. We've I've seen Ideal walk these halls and you know prance around like he knows about sports here. It took 10 minutes of Mike Logic to up. I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mike, where can people find you? Um, where can they find your albums? You know, where, what about where, you know, whatever so, you're working on, what you got coming out, all that good stuff. So Shy Native Entertainment, which is myself, Ideal, and Words. Three very talented acts. We've all put our powers together to form a super group. I will say real quick, I hate to cut you off, but I was in studio with you guys recording this song. Um, Princessa. Princessa. I was in studio listening to you guys record that and just seeing the talent on display in that room like really just took me back. Yeah, so, no, and I, I wanted to come on here and say, you know, I appreciate the work that you've done with the music in the woods. Oh, yeah. You know, shooting ideals video, shooting um, the footage for Evan. I really appreciate the work you're putting in, my man. I, I, as long as you guys will have me, I'll, I'll keep showing up because I just have a blast every time I'm around you guys. So and thank you guys for inviting me. Oh, yeah, dude, well, absolutely. I just wanted to talk sports, really. Like, yeah, who, man. Who cares about Mike Logic? Let me let me give you my sports. <laughs> when tape. we when we start our show up on Tuesday and Thursdays, we'll make sure you have yours in regular calling. Yeah, that way we have you. And I wanted to point out if I have time to point you have out one more of time. thing. Go ahead. All right. Shy Native Radio is something that me, Ideal, throw them, see in words. We do every Tuesday night. It's on esmradio.net. 88.9 Lyle, thank you. I got you. I usually just like telling people the esmradio.net. That's where most people find it it's anyway. It's the easiest way to stream yeah. it um, and listen to the show. But it, it, it's always a lot of fun with those guys. Uh, we have a good time. We talk about you know topics off the top of our head, stuff in the news sports yeah uh talking about the bears has been really tough like there's been times where I, i've told ideal like i don't want to talk about the bears this week it's hard to so we'll skip it <laughs> <laughs> i got nothing for them they're not worth talking about but we also like you know playing music for artists who aren't getting so much uh airplay yeah we, we give them a chance to be heard by a different audience people who haven't heard them fresh ears so to all you artists out there listening sh uh Submit your clean MP3s to shynativeradio at gmail.com. Outstanding. What and about then, DJs? You throw it out for some DJs? Uh, we haven't got there yet. All right. <laughs> but once we do, I'll it's on? It's on, son. Ooh. And then where can people find your albums, real quick, too? You can find Mike Logic Overdue on any streaming platform. Uh, you can go to uh, my band camp, 
just go to bandcamp.com type in m-i-c-l-o-g-i-k you can follow me on instagram m-i-c-l-o-g-i-k as well as twitter and uh you know i'm always down to talk music and and sports as you as you can see right here <laughs> awesome Mike, we really appreciate you having me in the studio, you guys. man. You appreciate know, it's been it. a blast. Um, we're definitely going to do it again. At one point, we'll get all the shy native guys in, in here just to talk smack to each other. Oh, that would be fun. be a live battle right away. There, there might some be some actual smacking going on. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure to video it for, you know, legal reasons. No, but we got you, Mike. Hey, again, we really appreciate you coming in, man. Um, Thanks, guys. Anytime you want to come on. There. Got it. You got it. Anytime you want to come on, just talk some sports, talk some hip-hop, just let us know, man, and we'll be more than happy to have you on. Appreciate it, guys. All, all right, right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. That was sweet. Had a uh, studio. When else did we get to talk music and sports? Dude, it's, it's incredible. Because we're both big sports guys. Yeah, and, and music guys. Yeah, of course. Hence why we're doing two things, actually, on top of that. We're doing a live show again, Lana mentioned that, on Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah. from 5 to 6 on Sports Town Chicago. Don't worry, the Knicks Mix pages will cover that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then big music guys. I actually wanted to start, and I mentioned it earlier, teased that we're going to do a little Song of the Week segment um so nick you want to tell us about your first song for a little bit so my first song is actually a cover like a sheet cover um well a song cover like a pillowcase cover no because i don't know pillows are what um how about like a mattress topper that covers Uh, there you go yeah so so you're a big fan of mattress toppers i'm a huge fan of mattress toppers okay so i'm also uh, a huge fan of song covers oh like do you remember when we um did like our favorite disney movies yeah okay so this my friend is from um the Little Mermaid. Wow, that took you a minute. I know. Just I was trying to think. song for the week. So my favorite song is John Young's cover of Kiss the Girl. So yeah, that was heavy. Yeah, right. But it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just when I hear sha la 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 la, kiss that girl. Wah wah. That's what he's missing. Yeah, I, well, he's missing, you know, he's adding a lot and scary. Yeah. The Little Mermaid isn't supposed to be scary. You just made the Little Mermaid scary. Ursula? She's a she's teddy bear. Scary. No, she's an octopus. Oh, that's why I was confused the whole movie. What if she wasn't an octopus? What other animal would she be? Ursula Shark. Oh, yeah. I just shut you down real What quick. is your song? <laughs> Good segue. So my song is actually part of a genre that I've recently discovered, definitely not new, but a genre that I've always loved the sound of, but Ooh. never quite put my finger on the actual genre of it. Bluegrass. Uh, close, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Keep guessing. Are you going to? Oh, I have to keep guessing. Yeah, just a few. Just a few things that you've heard songs of or sounds. Dance hall. 
Reggae. <laughs> Dude, you got... By the way, I have a reggae playlist on standby at all times. Really? I'm a big fan of big music. So, okay. No, but this is actually uh, folk pop. Folk pop? Yeah. Something that I didn't even understand a thing about. I know I love the sound of it, and I've heard a couple of songs. I'm it like, is a very, a, a very minor... Yeah, but genre. I was going through Spotify, and I'm like, well, I want to listen to some music. And I typed in folk because I like folk music. Yeah. And then they have those suggested playlists, folk pop. And this is actually one of the songs that was on that playlist. The song is called Heavy by Bird Talker off of their album Just This. And I'm becoming a big fan of this song. It's definitely my song of the week for sure. Probably my song of the month. So Ooh. without further ado, here is Heavy by Bird Talker. Leave what's heavy. What's heavy behind? If your face is down, but take a look around. Do your fingers move? Do your lungs inflate? Are you tired? Are you weary of the hidden hate you've been holding? Hey, did you lose that love or have you never had? Are you feeling sad cause you did a bad thing? is that song um that song is actually four minutes and 24 seconds because the dj brain of mine yeah and th- this is the the mobile dj brain of mine for yeah. weddings and stuff like that it's got two really good things one the music bed is awesome so you i'd be able to use it for like an intro to uh like a, a wedding party okay or even a first dance song oh is that what you're thinking of when you heard yeah, that two of them yeah that song's really good. I'm a big fan of it. And yeah. the whole playlist, there's like 100 songs on it. I downloaded the whole thing just so I have it when I'm at work. But That's awesome. Yeah, huge fan of that song. Uh, the whole playlist is fire. Just like a folk pop on Spotify and go find it. But that's our songs of the week. Um, Nick has something that's kind of scary and intimidating. And uh, I am over here enjoying my life more free and in the wind. Oh, you're talking about my song. I'm like, yeah. what is scary and intimidating? Your mustache. The fact that you're about to become my brother. Whoa. Because your mom's going to marry my father. It's never going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. No. Call me Cupid. I don't know. Would you be able to make it as a Bucheri? Oh, right. Your your dad's marrying my mom. Would you be able to make it as a Hutchison? No. I'm terrified of the H. (laughs) Which Hutchisons are you most afraid of? Ryan's one. Okay. Your dad's two, Uh and you're three. Can you rank them? Like... Well, most terrifying, least one being most. Start from three. Ryan is number one. Yeah, Ryan's. Th- well, okay, hold on. I'm gonna go your dad number one because he's old school. What? Hold on, he's got some like really like you've heard our episode of the podcast podcast right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no. That man's mind. If. Yeah, that's what raised me. There you go. No, but that means I have that plus. But you, no, 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 no. So here's what my theory is because 
You went to a very specific college, right? No. Yeah. Okay. He did not. <laughs> so there's a part of you that I knew like, where you were going with that when you brought it up. <laughs> you know what right and wrong is. I really think he has to think about it still. Like, mm, could I get away with this? Probably no. You know, there are actually good reasons for you saying that because I've had that conversation. Like, mm, maybe you shouldn't do that. See? Yeah, that's a good call. And then just Ryan, the rhino. I'm the least intimidating Hutchison you know. Dude, have you hung out with your cousin? Actually, no. You need to hang out with your cousin. Oh. That dude, just his thoughts alone. Well, it's just like your dad. Holy cow. But, yeah. I've learned to suppress mine. Yeah. Bottle them up. It's going to be one of those cold days that you're just going to go off on They come out in surprise moments, and I I catch myself. I'm like, where did that come from? And it scares me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we doing this at the end of our episode? I don't know. Um, people, thank you so much for being a part of us. I hope you guys had a, an a amazing... Part us? Yeah, part of us, the show. Nick, They're a part Nick's, of you? They're part of us, all part, of us. No, 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 no. They're part of the show. They're my real brothers and sisters. Oh my gosh, stop it. You were adopted. Sons of Adam and daughters of Eve. Mom told me you were adopted. Oh Shut up, I was adopted. Anyways. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right, guys. Uh, again, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, Mike Logic. Yes. Holy cow, dude. That was great. I thought it was going to be like intimidating. Like, you know when you get those like, yeah, son. Yeah. I don't know if you deal no, with that. No, keep going. No, no, no. Because I no, have to keep deal going. With... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where's my, I need it. You got my mixtape. I need my mixtape. You got it, bro. Hey, can you rep me? I get that a lot as a DJ. And like, it was really refreshing. Like, hey, I've talked about myself so much. I, I want to talk what I really want to talk about, which is sports. Like yeah, we know I you talk about yourself a lot. I don't talk about myself all the time. It dominates our podcast. Right. <laughs> no, but honestly, Mike, coming and having you talk some sports and some awesome. hip-hop in studio was That's great. That's exactly what we needed. Definitely. Speaking of needed, warming us up for our episodes of, well, not episodes, but live shows of our radio shows. Yes. Again, premiering on Tuesday um, or, or Thursday. Hutch. Hi. Do you, uh, do you feel a, a giveaway coming on? I kind of maybe feel like we're gonna give away something. It just kind of depends on you know what like my uh, star sign says on my horoscope that morning. Your star sign. And so I don't know. Maybe it depends. It's, you know if the we'll star, talk about it. The stars align. Yeah, we're doing. We'll talk one. about it in post. Yeah, it's gonna happen. In All post. right. <laughs> Speaking of post, here's the end of this episode. I, I got you, a turkey sandwich to make. I hope you guys enjoy the new Christmas theme I have going for you guys. By the yeah. way, yeah, yeah, you like that? It's actually I, one of DJ Nobody's mixes. So uh, I can't wait to eat some turkey anyways enjoy yeah love you see ya not you